Hello and welcome to Talking Wow, the podcast where we talk about World of Warcraft, believe it or not. My name is Tom and today we are going to be talking about the best cinematics in World of Warcraft. But also here to do that is the co-host of Talking Wow, Marty. Hello, Marty. Hello there. We're recording a podcast episode together today about cinematics, and it feels like it's been a while since we've sat sat down and actually recorded something. It does. I don't even know if I got this intro right. It's just, you know, at the back of my mind how to even do this anymore. But, you know, let's let's press on and see uh, if we can actually remember how to record a podcast episode. And yeah, there's been so many cinematics in World of Warcraft, Marty, hasn't there? There has no doubt been a lot of cinematics. There's been some great cinematics. There's also been some not so great uh, ones uh, along the way as well. But uh, yeah, there's been a been a few. Yeah, we're gonna talk about our favorites and some from the community as well. That you know, are, are right here. And I'm pointing at my heart on on my chest right now for because uh, <laughs> you can't see me do that. But yes, and I mean, I'm, I'm gonna start, Marty. I'm gonna start with what is the best cinematic in World of Warcraft. Without a question of a doubt, nobody can possibly argue with this fact. And it has to be the one, the only, the cinematic that you do not skip when you're farming for Invincible because it's just so good. It's the fall of the Lich King, Marty. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a good one, I suppose. I mean... (laughs) You suppose? I mean, it's the best. It's the best and I will not... I I will die on that hill that this is the best cinematic in WoW because that music, that invincible music that plays, you know, Arthas there, his father holding him, you know, is it over Fab? You know, it's just, you know, you're, you're getting chills right now. You're getting chills right now, Marty. I can see, I can see it in your eyes. You're getting chills, even me just mentioning this. I have to say that it is an absolutely great cinematic uh, to end off, you know, such an awesome expansion as well, where we've been following the Lich King, or rather he's been following us around for the whole uh, expansion. And yeah, what an end to uh, such such a great adventure. Yeah, and I like that we just totally forget that Ruby Sanctum ever exists after that because... What? what which one? What place? So yeah, the, the Fall of the Lich King definitely up there for me. And like you say, Marty, it, it, it was that cherry on top of just what an incredible expansion it had been. And just the the climax of this story of the Lich King, which, you know, started in Warcraft 3. It started even before World of Warcraft was a thing. And even, you know, looking back now, all these years, it's still up there as the cinematic that is my go-to is, you know, like I'm saying, I'm farming Invincible and I I almost don't want to skip the cinematic. I want to watch it again. I want to watch it every time, you know, that... But yeah, when that music kicks in, that's it. I'm a sucker. I'm just all over this. But Marty, you have a different favorite cinematic, don't you? I do. Um, because when you said we need to do an episode about the best cinematics, the first one that popped into my head um, was a quite emotional moment. Um, and it was is it a from- cinematic that happens when you unlock your garrison in Warlords of Draenor. So yeah, the the first and best cinematic that popped into my head was the one from Legion, uh, a, a very heartfelt, emotional moment where um, Ysera is actually killed. I mean, when I saw that the first time, and probably if I rewatched it now, I'm pretty sure that you know 
someone is cutting onions in the kitchen or something when 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 I watched that one. Yeah, and I think again, Legion, great expansion. And I think the Ysera death moment was actually quite a surprise. I know for myself it was just totally unexpected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I, I I for one didn't see it coming and, and I think that's, you know, what that cinematic and the whole quest line as well did so well that, you know, I th- I feel like we often just go through, uh, you know, games like this and, uh, and I'm like, you know, all, all these heroes that are named that we are playing alongside, you know, they, they're invincible. They, they can't die, right? You know, that would be like, you're going to kill a character that's been part of the law for such a long time, right? So so that one just, but then, just hit uh, then. Then Legion came along and suddenly all the characters were dying and it was just, I mean, maybe we shouldn't have been, you know, surprised by the fact that that actually happened because like we're saying, uh, Legion was pretty, pretty hard when it came to like, you know, removing some pretty top tier characters there. And, you know, Ysera was another one of those. And yeah, just a real, a real shock and a real like heartfelt moment just seeing, you know, Ysera passing on to the afterlife there as well mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely and 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 it just it also just you know adds something it adds something to the whole story and the whole universe that you know we have these characters that we care about and and when there is war and war you know people will die even you know the the, the you know the best heroes you know everyone has an, an expiration date and it's not just our opinions on the best cinematic we actually reached out to the community as we do sometimes and we got some feedback there which we're going to share with you right now and i'm going to kick us off because speaking of emotional cinematics marty another emotional cinematic uh this is from neek maybe it's recency bias i like the war within cinematic there were so many subtle hints and callbacks and it had a huge emotional weight and i know we marty we've talked about this fairly recently when we did a bit of a reaction episode to the war within cinematic but yeah just those ones that really get you in the feels isn't it it's just Oof, I think those are the ones that you remember the most. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, that cinematic is definitely up there in, in my top, I don't know, five, ten, something. It's it's definitely up there. It's so good. And as Nick said, there's so many subtle hints. And it's one of those cinematics. You can rewatch it a few times and you can, you know, find small uh, new bits and hints here and there as well in it. And it's just so good. And it just shows character uh, development as well for 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 all the characters involved in it uh, and it's it's so good and i think as well it just shows that we don't always need michael bay directing every cinematic you know we don't need explosions <laughs> we don't need explosions or flashy lights all the time sometimes it's just you know a connection between two characters can be absolutely massive Next up, we have Sleepy Joe Gaming, who said that uh, this is the best and always will be the best. And the cinematic he's talking about is the uh, cinematic to the expansion, Wrath of the Lich King. So the one where Arthas raises and goes, right? Yes. I mean, what a classic as well. And I think, you know, I was talking about the fall of the Lich King, but the, you know, the opening chapter of that was this expansion cinematic, which I think when you place... That one, you know, at the front and the fall of the Lich King at the end, it's like more perfect bookends to, uh, you know, that story of Arthas. And again, just chilling that, you know, seeing Arthas in his power, in his glory, the fact that he's raising up Sindragosa, he's leading this army of Scourge. And, you know, we 
sitting there anticipating what is going to happen. And I think it was just such an epic way to kick off Wrath of the Lich King. And again, so many things that made Wrath of the Lich King what it was. And I think this, those cinematics were key in just the flavor of what was to come there. Absolutely, absolutely have to agree. Hard agree on that. So sorry, uh, really bad podcasting. We uh, we just agree. Awful, it's awful <laughs> podcasting today. Why, why are you still listening? <laughs> well, Marty, you might not agree with this next one because, well, you, you probably will. Uh, from the lovely, wonderful Clodar. And Clodar says, at the end of nightfall, after you take Gul'dan down and a certain pair of wings swoosh open behind him, gave me chills. <laughs> I mean... Illidan is amazing. I'm so happy that they brought him back. I know that that it's probably a little bit controversial to some people, but uh, I actually really liked the whole switcheroo that they did with with Illidan, and uh, the cinematic was so good. Um, it's 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 one of those moments where through the expansion, because this happened like a few patches in, so through the expansion we knew that Illidan would be returning, but we hadn't seen it yet, and that just seeing those wings unfold, ooh, I can understand you would get chills from that. It, it was a real fan service expansion legion but i'm here for it because it just brought us moments like that and seeing illidan again with the skull of gul'dan in his hands just that you know full circle moment it was just really well done i think and a great way to bring illidan back into the fold next up we have victory venus who says it's safe haven for me safe haven i've rewatched that recently and it is so good, actually. It It is really good. It's just two old buddies meeting up, and uh, yeah, stuff happens. It's a little bit Michael Bay-ish, and it's it's great. It also has heartfelt moments. It's like best of both worlds. Yeah, it's like the war within, but then it meets, you know, some action as well, and, you know, Thrall being in there again. And I think as well, the that cinematic in particular had quite a big, big impact because Chris Matson, who voices Thrall, obviously... He had been away from Warcraft for a while. He'd retired from World of Warcraft and seeing him back, you know, voicing Thrall again and just seeing, you know, in that cinematic Thrall with his family in Draenor, I believe they were. And just, you know, it was very like symmetrical maybe to like how Chris was living his life, <laughs> you know, outside of, of World of Warcraft having retired. So yeah, a, b- a beautiful moment. And well, you know, got a bit of action in there as well. Got a few weapons swinging and uh, skulls crushed. And you know, that is the orc way. So you would, you, you, you wouldn't expect any less. I just love that scene as well, because it's, I think it's the first time in cinematics we've actually seen rogues in action and just, you know, seeing them go, you know, uh, going into stealth, go invisible and, and uh, yeah, it, it's so good. And I, wholeheartedly agree as well that I think Thrall um, you know is mirroring Mitten's life quite a bit um, but I mean these characters are also you know just in their world normal people they are not like we see them as heroes but at the end of the day they are just normal people living in the world so why wouldn't they have also have normal everyday problems you know right well there we go yeah and you know also seeing those rogues in the cinematic bad rogues you know you gotta remain on scene there uh, up next is Liger Wolf, who says, Siege of Ogrimmar. I don't remember this one. <laughs> you don't remember this one? Well, let, me, let me refresh you, Marty. It's uh, when your man Gary, he uh, Garrosh, he is defeated in Siege of Ogrimmar. And it's basically the Horde and Alliance are like discussing bringing him to justice. And 
I believe there's a moment, is it, where was it Varian like walks up and he's about to oh attack him and uh, Frawl again in one of these cinematics. Doomhammer blocks the the uh, the sword of Varian and then you know there's the discussion of you know what to do with with Garrosh and you know that leads to onto like the war crimes books and well then we know what happened after that <clears throat> time travel and yeah just again I think it's it was a one of those moments in Warcraft that opened a door to you know future expansions and future stories as well and again just at that height of alliance and horde conflict too yeah 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 yeah. i i, I remember now sorry my my mind blanked for a second when i just read see some walker did that it's been a long time marty i mean that's but mr pandera and you know and you're not getting any younger so you know and that's just quite a way in the past so you are forgiven that it took a minute to refresh your memory there thank you thank you thank you but yeah no no that that is that is good that's, it's always interesting at least back in those days to see you know when horde and alliance uh, uh you know cross uh, each other's paths and and to see how they they decide this time to deal with their differences next up we have hoax uh gotta go with the bfa release even though i didn't care much for the expansion can you remember this one, Marty? Because that is not that long ago. This I do is... remember this one. I do. Remember okay, this good, one. good. Because this is the Alliance army rolling up to the Undercity. What a... this was honestly, this was a very epic cinematic as well. You know, it's just after the burning of the World Tree, Tildrassil, and the Alliance are looking to take their revenge on the Horde uh, for that action. And you know, you've got that initial sort of pan over. And then the Alliance army coming in and some great moments here with Sylvanas as well. And I think probably the one that sticks out in my head, even though I've mainly played Alliance, is just Sylvanas's wail when she screams like for the horde and just how that echoes and reverberates around the soldiers. And I think that is a great moment from like War Chief, War Chief Sylvanas. I, she may not have like too many great War Chief moments, but I think like that is the War Chief moment where it's like, oh my God, like that that rallying cry even as someone that doesn't really play horde like i get chills just hearing that as well absolutely i loved that one so much um and and i have to say that all the cinematics that came around that came out around you know those few moments uh are so freaking good they're so good at, in storytelling they're setting the perfect scene they're, they're emotional as well and oh so so good bfa definitely all all around had some really really good uh, cinematics yeah i think i think bfa gets a bit of a bad rap but there was something you know underneath there that was was really strong especially that you know that horde and alliance conflict and perhaps coming to a resolution with that i think that was actually done fairly well and you know you have everything with Sourfang in there as well some really really deep and touching moments and i think bfa really did actually capture a lot of that so very very well and next up we have a previous guest of the show and that is sean from the podcast recruiter friend who is boldly stating the only true answer is ratgate and he is definitely not the only one who thinks so because we also have to meet enough saying sean knows this was the moment wow hooked me and this is further endorsed by brico who says the ratgate holds up after all these years in my opinion marty i have a question for you did you think we had forgotten? I did not, and I have not forgotten either. 
I, I know which <laughs> one we're talking about. This was the first in-game cutscene that was ever made, and it uh, is legendary. And obviously, we had to save this for last because Sean is onto something. This is probably one of, well, one of the not probably not the only true answer, Sean. I have to to say that there are different uh, true answers depending on who you are, but it is definitely. Yeah, we couldn't possibly go on record and say that Sean was 100% right here, but maybe, you know, slightly right, slightly right. And, oh my God, again, we're coming back to the Lich King, Raph the Lich King. And, you know, we talked about the opening cinematic, the, you know, the fall of the Lich King, and this sort of slotted in the middle, Marty, didn't it? This was sort of the, you know, the the middle act of the the Lich King. And again, this was more back in the day as well where i think not everything was so heavily data mined and we didn't really know what was coming with this i I definitely remember experiencing this like in game you know not being spoiled and just being like oh my goodness i loved playing on alts and figuring out how to get to that cinematic the fastest (laughs) <laughs> that was like what I did. I was figuring out, right, I just need to go here, do this quest, this quest, quest, and then this quest, and then triggering the cutscene. So good. And you know it's probably a, a bit good when you want to keep doing it all on, you know, various alts as well, Marty. And, and we know you have, you know, several hundred alts. So the fact that you didn't get bored with this after all that time definitely, you know, speaks volumes for the quality of the cinematic. I mean, you could have just watched it on YouTube, but no, you you persevered and played through. That's the wrong way. That's the wrong way. My 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 cinematics uh, uh, player is called World of Warcraft. That's why I, I watch them. <laughs> but yeah, what this was again just a great moment as well. It, it it was interesting because at one point it showed the like the unity of the Horde and the Alliance against the Lich King, only then to be betrayed by the Forsaken again <laughs> and that then you know led to battle of the undercity and you know more epic moments in wrath the lich king as well but i think again this you just think of those key moments in wrath the lich king and this is another one of those you know poor bolvar getting uh put on the barbecue there and we were really left in limbo of not knowing what was going to happen to him until the you know until the fall of the lich king and, you know, him becoming the new Lich King from that. But I think that really set it up because you thought, oh, there's no way Baldwar is going to survive that. Or is he? And the fact that there was a bit of a mystery behind, like, I think his shield got left behind or something like that. And it was just like, okay, well, he's still in the picture. How's that going to play out? And I think that mystery, you know, was a satisfying conclusion again in the fall of the Lich King. So the fact that how these all connected in together was really well done, I think. Absolutely, absolutely. I just, before we, we end completely, I just want to also quickly say, um, if you want to watch something else on YouTube, I can recommend, that has to do with cinematics, obviously. Uh, I can recommend to actually check out a YouTube channel called Philip Hartshorn Gaming, um, because he's a filmmaker, and he has recently gone through and watched a lot of the World of Warcraft cinematics, and it's just, it's amazing to, you know, one, see how he begins and don't know anything about the lore, and and slowly is learning about the world so he can start he starts recognizing characters he also gives a lot of you know oh the music is doing this so i think this will happen and he's right like nine out of ten times because he's a filmmaker so you can figure these things out and lastly it sort of like gives you 
you know, sometimes you wish you could go back and watch something for the first time again. So it sort of gives that feeling where you, you watch it through their eyes instead. So um, I can absolutely recommend that. Uh, um, and maybe we should put a link uh, down here in, in the comments somewhere because uh, it, it's really cool to watch if you're into to the cinematics. Yes, we will have a link in our show notes for that. And something else you can also do in places that you do that on social media or YouTube or whatever, you can leave us a comment. You can let us know your favorite cinematic in World of Warcraft. You can let us know what you thought of the cinematics that we brought to this episode. And that's all we had for you this time on Talking Wow. Thank you very much for tuning in. I've been Tom. That's been Marty. And we've been Talking Wow. Thanks for tuning in, champion. Did you enjoy this episode of Talking Wow? If so, why not drop a review on your podcast catcher of choice or leave us a comment? You can find Talking Wow on Twitter or YouTube over at Talking Wow. Hope to see you again soon!